this is Connie Joy here at Heart Mom, Rob Mom, Music Music. So today I actually wanted to talk about something that happened to me during the week. I won't say any names, but it did have something to do with my hair. As far as I know, I'm fully African American and growing up, I was relaxed. My mom relaxed my hair. I had a lot of thick hair. She relaxed my hair and my sister's hair as well. Prior to that, um, we were in foster care and one of the families that took care of us, we were natural at the time, we were, we were children, we were like two, three years old, they shaved our hair completely off because the family was Caucasian and they didn't know how to take care of, maintain, or deal with our hair. So from that experience, just being, you know, a toddler, studies show you can actually remember back to the age of three years old, so I do recall this situation happening, um, and that was back in the 80s, because I was an, I'm an 80s baby, um, 90s baby, God, guys, break, give me a break, 90s baby, um, I just always grew up knowing that society, even my mom, who was African-American that adopted me, that the outlook upon her hair was that her hair was just, our hair was basically a problem, and the only solution at that time that people really knew uneducated people knew was to chemically straighten your hair. So I came from relaxers, I came from flat irons, I came from the hot comb. If you don't know what a hot comb is, it is a metal comb that you put on the stove, on a flame, and you use that to straighten out your edges, your hair. And um, that was like a regular every two week ritual. And I was brought up and I really did believe that having textured hair was a bad thing, that it was something that was, you know, society really made you think and believe that the best way for us to be acceptable and accepted was to keep it kept in a way that they thought it was presentable. So what happened to me this week, like I said, I'm not gonna say any names, is someone said to me that African-American hair was bad was bad. I'm somehow the exception to that rule, but that overall it's bad. And um, I think the reason why this person claims that I'm the exception is because I do maintain my hair in a different way, but that's because now I have knowledge behind it. Um, in the summertime, when I was a kid, we would have, we would get um, corn rolls or extensions put in and we would not moisturize our ends with those in, which you can actually do. Um, deep conditioning really wasn't even a thing. We would wear these extensions in, go swimming in the chlorine, stay out hours in the sun. And in reality, what we were doing is we were actually damaging our hair and breaking it off. And anyone who's ever had braids knows that you can't leave them in but so long because what begins to happen is the hair that's shedding from your scalp, it gets tangled and caught inside these braids, these twists, whatever it is you have in, and it begins to lock up. So then when you do begin to take it out, if you can even get it out, you're going to be losing lots and lots of hair. And it's, it damages your hair. But again, my mom, I don't know if it was out of convenience or lack of knowledge, but this is what she did to my hair, my sister's hair. Um, I have a thicker grade of hair than my sister's, so my hair kind of uh, survived a lot of that, but regardless, it still went through some serious, serious damage. 
Now I'm gonna take you guys through the history of what I did to my hair following that. Now, um, anyone who's ever had a relaxer that has texturized hair, I'm not gonna say African-American hair because believe it or not, every race has someone in there that has textured hair. That does not mean your hair is bad. It does not mean your hair is less. It does not mean that your hair is garbage. It doesn't mean your hair is nappy. Those are ignorant assumptions and statements and um, viewpoints on textured hair. Um, textured hair really just means just that. It's textured. So when you have straight hair, the moisturization and the natural oils in your scalp can travel down the hair shaft easier. It's a straight run. When you have a curl pattern and a coil, it takes more. It takes more work for those natural oils to get down to your ends. Your ends are the oldest parts of your hair, so you've got to take care of that. Um, normally when people's hair starts to become damaged, the first thing you see is the ends start to break off because your ends aren't moisturized. So when you have textured hair, you actually need to add oils manually because it's inevitable your natural oils from your scalp are not going to get down to the ends of your hair unless you have short hair so you have to add those oils you have to add this moisturization to your hair and that's really all it is and then because your hair shaft is thicker you have to condition it deep conditioning puts moisture back into your hair um if you've actually looked at uh sales for relaxers they're down a lot. So many women are going natural every single day, getting back to the roots and taking care of what we were taught to hate. And I wish I had done it sooner. The reason I went natural was actually out of convenience and I just realized that I didn't need 20,000 products to take care of my hair, my natural hair in its natural state. So getting back to where my hair came from and what I started doing to it as an adult and what I saw happening to it as an adult. Getting touch-ups, I was never even told educated that once you get a chemical relaxer your hair will never revert back to its natural state once you put that chemical in your hair that's it you have to grow it out or cut it off transition it um so when i was a kid and a teenager when your edges started to get puffy that was your new growth coming in but in the black community and i can only speak from the black community because that's what i am i'm african-american as soon as you would start to see that new growth, they would call it the naps, the kitchen, you would, it's time for a touch up, to touch up your relaxed hair. So you would take this chemical and put it on your edges and just, you know, at the roots, and you would now be taking your natural hair and chemically straightening it forever, permanently. And um, that chemical is so harsh, it can melt aluminum cans it is so harsh, it actually is linked to a lot of, relaxers are linked to endometriosis, which I have. Relaxers are linked to a lot of uh, reproductive diseases that women have. And um, if you actually look into these studies, you'll see that from the time, from as young as we were, we it's almost like we were doomed. We were just destroying our bodies, but we wanted to fit in, we had to fit in, and we wanted to, be acceptable to society and that was probably one of one of many of our downfalls um anyway moving forward um like i said i was never educated the hairdresser that did my hair never educated me on any of this stuff because it was my mom's responsibility and her job so when i was a young adult and i you know started going to school and i was living on my own as soon as i saw a tiny any kind of texture i would go get a relaxer and touch it up and 
if you've ever smelled what a relaxer even smells like, it's a very, very strong, strong, it smells like bleach. It smells like the, the bleach you use to dye your hair, like to bleach your hair to get to to get it lighter so you can get your um, get the color that you want when you dye your hair. It's that strong of a smell. It's a very, very strong chemical smell. And um, you leave it on too long, it will burn your skin. That's happened to me many, many times. So if you actually started, you know, thinking back then, why am I putting a chemical in my hair that will burn my skin, that can make my hair burn completely off of my scalp? I know there are plenty of stories that um, not just African-American women have or women of textured hair. Other women use relaxers to take their hair from a straight, um, from straight hair to actually make it curly. You leave that in too long, your hair will fall out, it will burn, and it's very painful. I've never lost hair from it, but I've experienced the burning from it. So just the process of preparing to get a relaxer, I would stop combing my hair for maybe like four days. And um, you put Vaseline all around the crown of your head, on your ears, around the back of your neck. The longer you leave this relaxer in, the straighter your hair is going to be. We wanted our hair bone straight. We needed it like as straight as possible. And um, I actually was so, I would say, yeah, I was lazy. But after I did my relaxer, I didn't even, um, I didn't even condition my hair after that. Because I did think that I had such thick hair, even after relaxing it, that I did think that I was the exception to the rule. Like, I'm just that one person. I have this thick, thick head of hair. I don't even have to condition it because my hair still comes out soft and whatnot. And my hair didn't, it, I'm sure, it's not like what it is now because I'm natural. It's not anyway the way that it was before. It's so much better. But even in its relaxed state, my hair wasn't damaged. My hair wasn't. It wasn't shedding excessively, it wasn't falling out, it wasn't dry or anything like that. But like I said also, it was now straight and getting that moisture from my scalp down to the ends of my hair was a lot easier because it just had, it was exactly what it needed to be to, to survive those chemicals. Now after that, after doing all that to my hair, um, I don't know about anyone else, but once I relaxed it, I just kind of ran with it. I was just like, I don't have to do too much to it. Like, it, it was just so much lower maintenance than it was before getting the relaxer and having the relaxer. Now, um, I know that there have been, you know, news reports and stories on social media where other people are saying to people with textured hair that you need to wear it a certain way and it, it shouldn't be allowed in certain schools and things like that. And what sense does it even make for us to do something that is unnatural to our hair so we can conform to what society thinks is acceptable? Like, think about that. Why would God even put us on a planet that we can't survive on and we have to change and alter so many things about our outward appearance? To f like, this doesn't make any sense. Everything that our hair needs, everything that we need is naturally actually here already. Anything man-made, your hair doesn't really need that stuff. It really, truly doesn't. And I, I know this for a fact because my hair is actually maintained by my own natural hair care line that I'm relaunching winter of 2019. And everything is 100% organic, it's all homemade, and it's all natural. Everything that's in there, you can find in your kitchen. And, yeah, I, I knew that at some point through my hair journey, I didn't really, I went, I'm going to call it a hair journey because I don't know what else to call it, 
because when I started going natural, it wasn't because I was trying to get back to something or trying to make my hair healthier. I just got tired of relaxing it. It was just like, it was inconvenient, it was painful, it was just so unnecessary to me. Um, and that's why I stopped it, for no other reason than that. But I'm sure because of the fact that I do have, I do have um, some of the, the things I know that are internally wrong with my body and that they stemmed from relaxing my hair at such a young age, my mom relaxing it, I do know that there is no reason that I should continue put that, putting that in my body. It's a foreign thing. It's a chemical. You ever hear people say that like um, bleaching your hair blonde, going blonde will make you stupid? There is some truth behind that stuff. There really is some truth behind that stuff. I've never gone blonde or I've never dyed my hair. I've never bleached or anything like that. But I do know something worse than bleaching it by dumping chemicals into your scalp that are going right through. They're getting in your pores and going to your bloodstream. And sadly, a lot of relaxing starts even before young girls get their menstrual cycle. My relax just started at like maybe 10, 11 years old. My hair was like so unmanageable to my mom, but... She did what she thought was convenient, not so much healthy, and that's bad. That's unhealthy to do, too. You can't dump that inside of a young girl's body that doesn't even, hasn't even gone through puberty yet. Actually, maybe that explains a lot. <laughs> maybe, maybe that explains some stuff, actually. I, I'm the smallest one of all the girls in my family. I think that maybe that relaxing. I'll run with that. Maybe I can get my doctor to give me some, some free cosmetic surgery due to uh, damage of my body from getting a relaxer at a young age. I'm pretty sure that I can actually probably, if I got a nice, a slick lawyer, I could probably pull that off. But anyway, um, the statement about having bad hair, black people having bad hair, it, our hair is not bad. But if you look at the history of, and the evolution of where it's come from, had I been taught at a young age what my hair needed, it wouldn't be such a shock to me when I went natural that my hair needed so many things. They don't need so many things. It's not a lot. It's just that, like I said, chemically straightening or just straightening it naturally when you're own with like a flat iron or, you know, the hot comb, whatnot, um, that makes your hair manageable and easier to deal with. But when you don't actually instill inside a person from the date, from, from the door, what they need to do to take care of their hair, it seems like a lot. Like if you've ever seen someone's natural hair, um, their hair routine, and you see all these products lined up, you're just like, that's way too much. That's way too much stuff for me to do on a regular basis. That's because you're finding out now, after already having done it the quick, easy, damaging way with what, three products, this seems like a lot. It does seem like a lot. It's a lot for someone to process. I have to do this and that, and then I gotta do this, and then I gotta do, you know what I mean? Like, it's a lot, and I admit that when I started taking care of my natural hair outside of sewing weaves, outside of relaxers, it did seem like a lot to me, but, but I realized that the only reason why that was was because I had always taken the easy way out. So the easy way, the easy way was so damaging, though. It, was the, it wasn't the right way. So, yeah, even, um, even when I do like a flat twist on my hair, like if I do like a two-strand flat twist on my hair, people will say, oh my God, that takes so much time and how do you have the time for that? And I couldn't do it and I would just cut my hair all off. No, like that, it does not take that much time. To you, it sounds like it's, you know, it takes too much time, but 
it really truly does and it's it's giving your hair what it really truly needs do you want a quick fix for something that's going to be damaging or do you want to actually take the time out like if you go to a restaurant and you order some meal that costs you fifty dollars six dollars if they bring it out two seconds later you're gonna think this was in the microwave, someone else didn't want it, and you just gave it to me. Now go back there and go make it like you really care about it. Same thing. Take the time that your hair needs. Give it what it deserves. Don't give it what society wants you to give it. Because all those people, let's say 15 years ago, I graduated high school 2006. We'll say 15 years ago. How many, I don't know too many people, I don't know too many people that actually have a head of hair that they own. Everything that society put on this, sh that, that, that people created and put on these shelves to quick fix for us. They don't have edges left, they don't have much hair left, and at this point people, so many women that have gone natural, they had to go natural because they had no choices left, because they had no hair left, because of the quick fixes. There's nothing left. So, um, yeah, we don't have, people with textured hair don't have bad hair. And another thing, um, here's some insight. Every race has someone in it that has textured hair. Every single race. And it's a shame because I actually did watch some documentaries on that. And these women, they, they're Asian, they're Caucasian, um, all, any, Anyone you can think of, you can Google it, YouTube it, look it up, research it. There are plenty of other people from different races that have textured hair comparable to African-American hair, comparable to people of color's hair. And they are so ashamed of it that they hide it with wigs and weaves. They hide it because they don't know how to take care of it. And they don't know that you can just embrace it and love it and give it what, it's need, like what it needs. Everything's not gonna be a quick fix, but you know what? We were beautifully and wonderfully made. We were not created overnight. It takes 40 weeks, 32 to 40 weeks to, to carry a baby and to bring it here. What makes you think that it should be just that quick and easy to maintain you know, the integumentary system of a human being? If you can get it done, I'm not saying that anyone who does have a small, simple regimen that it's a bad thing. Kudos to you, congratulations. But it's not to say that if you have a regimen that takes you maybe an hour or so, a few hours a week or whatever, your regimen consists of, that it means that you're complicated, it's inconvenient, and you should just, you know, why don't you just straighten it out? No, why, why would I put, you know what I mean? Like, that makes no sense. I went to high school with girls who laid their heads down on ironing boards and would use an iron to straighten their hair. And you can actually see, you can see the ends of their hair, how brittle, how, how like, and it gets coarse too. It gets coarse and it starts to fray because their ends start to split. You can actually see, and I'm just like, and that's supposed to be healthy? And that's what's in, like, that's, that's cool to people? All right, that's, you know, damaging, but all right. But, and even, even people that have fine hair, they, if you've damaged your hair and you have fine hair, if it's damaged, more than likely it came from chemicals and heat. Chemicals and heat. And if we do the same thing to our hair and our hair shaft is thicker, it needs more moisture, it's easier to break down, it's easier to break off. So if you're going to use heat on your hair, use a heat protectant. Make sure that you deep condition your hair and put the moisture back inside of it. It's a living thing. Hair is not dead. It's not a dead thing. 
but just because we need a little extra does not mean that our hair is less and it does not mean our hair is bad it does not mean our hair is bad <sighs> so that is it for today um yeah I think that's that's pretty much it that sums it up um yeah that's it for today this is Connie Joy here at Heartthrob Radio Studios music studio